Blog Talk Radio. Welcome. Thanks for tuning in to Blog Talk Radio. You are listening to 95 South, where life happens. Enjoy it by living every day. Today is Tuesday, September 21st, 2010. My name is Jennifer Joel, and I'm coming to you live from Boca Raton, Florida. My super exuberant, um, if that's the right word, co-host is Risa Blau, who is live from New York City. Together we are 95 South. This is where North and South meet. Welcome, Risa. Jennifer, beautiful day here up in New York. It is beautiful. Yeah, you're starting to get fall. It's starting to. It's yeah. Well, we're a little we're a little warm. We're like in the 70s, but it's like where the fall is in the air. So the air is crisp, but it's warm. It's just gorgeous out. Oh, that's great. And I've been excited for the show ever since last week. So uh, I know. And you know what? We had great listener questions. Uh, regarding this topic and our special celebrity guest. Great. So thrilled to hear about it. Um, her name is Camille Tierzer. We'll hear about that in a few minutes where she'll come on and tell us about her inspirational story. Very excited. Oh, me too. And we should tell our listeners um, now that we're going to be doing, we're going to be interviewing Camille. We obviously want to know everything about her, how she got to this point. But if there's questions that you have for her, please call in. Absolutely, and they can call in if you're listening live at 917-889-9367, or you could always continue to contact us through talkradio95south at yahoo.com. Great. Okay, you ready for this? Yeah. Last week's listener question. We asked what percentages, what percentage of Americans answered yes to the following. Have you ever waited in line overnight to see a movie or to buy a new product? What a, what a great question. I thought it was a great question, and think of how, isn't the news always saying that all these people slept in overnight? And What about right? all these concerts? Concert tickets, iPod stuff, uh, yeah. Apple. So I went with a high number. You did. What did you go with? I said 81%. Okay, I would say... I'm going to say 55%. Okay. Even if you subtract those two, you wouldn't get the right answer. The correct answer to the um, a number of Americans that said, yes, have you ever waited in line overnight to see a movie or to buy a new product, is eight. And eight. I'm sorry, well, no listeners got that right this week. But stay tuned for the end of the show where we'll give you a chance to win uh, some prize of some sort at the end of the show. What we do next Tuesday's question? You know I love your questions. I know. Absolutely. You know, rather than talk, I mean, you know, there's so much going on with celebrities oh. and what they're doing. It's ridiculous. We can go into Lindsay Lohan. We can go into Paris Hilton and their nonsense. Right? We could. <laughs> but, I mean, I just think we have such a great show and it's such a great story. That is it okay if we introduce Miss Camille Tirza? Let's go ahead and do it. I believe she's on the line. Camille, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi, we are so thrilled to have you on as our special celebrity guest star talking about your inspirational story. Well, I want to thank you for having me on your show. I, I feel it's an honor to be able to share my story with as many people as possible. And um, so I just want to thank you for that. I love that. That just sounded so sweet. She's the best. Because, you know, look, um, for me, everyone knows I'm a nutritionist. 
weight loss and um, what comes with it is something that could actually be very shameful for people and yeah. most likely is. And the bottom line is that the more people that can, you know, engage in hearing people's stories, hearing how someone felt, hearing what someone did, I think is just I think is the best thing to, um, you know, you know, to, to work yourself out of it. So I'm Absolutely. always inspired by inspirational people. Oh, and thank you. Yes, uh, hopefully you will inspire many people, and maybe at the end of the show we can give them an outlet for them to contact you. Yeah. But you are right now a health and weight loss coach. Yes. I'm a personal trainer and weight loss coach, which I became after I became successful myself in losing over, a little bit over 100 pounds. Oh, wow. wow. And, yeah, it's a, it was a, I would, I'm, not, I'm going to say a lifelong struggle, even though I didn't have a weight loss issue or a weight issue until I was in, my teens, but that's when my yo-yo dieting began, and so I feel like... What I'm was it really, like, Camille? Yes. Um, but by the way, I hope you don't mind, I don't want to put you on the spot here, but how mm-hmm. old are you? I don't like giving out my age. <laughs> okay. Okay. But, it's, um, but I will say that I'm, I'm in that prime um, age where a lot of people feel that, well, it's too late for me to lose weight because I'm older, my metabolism is slower. So I will say that I'm in that um, higher adult range age. Fine. That's fine. I <laughs> no, I wanted our, our, our listeners yes. to understand I don't know you. Do you know what I mean? So I don't, yes. I don't know. So how, what was it like growing up? It, it, it's interesting, um, you know, that, you, that it became a problem for you in your teen years. What was it like growing up being a teenager and being overweight? Being a teenager overweight is usually, you know, that's the time when you blossom, you're trying to find your identity. And weight, you know, you want to fit in. You want to be popular. And as a teen, you also want to have, you know, be sociable, be able to go to dances and parties and be a part of that social network. And when you're overweight and you're already, you know, self-conscious about your looks anyway, regardless. Regardless. Without, you know, you're worried about your hair and your skin and how you're accepted among your peers. Oh, the so fun. being overweight, it just puts, you feel like you're in a, some sort of a prison to me. That's how I felt. That's it. Well, I think, I think you're not alone in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it felt, it felt like a prison. Do you feel like when you look back, do you feel like you, I, I know we never look back, we look forward, but are you ever like, I wish I could do those years over again? Yes. Maybe in yes. your new body. Sometimes, 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 but I believe that my my journey, there's a reason for it, right. you know. And um, the years that I spent trying different diets and failing, I looked at it in the past as, oh, I just failed. But one more diet that I failed. However, I'd never looked at it as, well, how about I'm learning something didn't work, and I'm also learning things that did. Right. Well, you know what? I think you said a key word, and that was about your journey. Can you kind of take us along on what happened to you and what inspired you? Yes, and I know our show is is a short show, so (laughs) I can go on. I don't want to take up anyone's – I value everyone's time here, so I'm going to explain it as brief and as enrichly, if that's (laughs) That's a word, as possible. But it began with – 
just the yo-yo dieting. I come from a family that has um, um, being overweight as an issue. So I will say that some of it is probably hereditary, even though lifestyle is plays a big part in that as well. Right. Um, I, I, as a young girl, I did participate in sports and I did dance and do physical activities. However, I had a tendency to be overweight. So I struggled for years on diets. And the first diet that I went on, I was successful. It's a popular diet that, um, in fact, the celebrity now has finally lost weight. And, and I will say it was, you know, because there are good programs out there, and Weight Watchers is the first one I used. Okay. And and at that time, they were not as flexible as they are now, but I learned how to eat well, and I lost about 20 pounds. Okay. And that was, um, you know, in my teens. And then I was fine until I got married and had children. And then that's when the weight began to come Were off. you happy, Camille? Were you happy with the 20 no. pound weight loss? No. I was, I, was was... I was happy with the weight loss when I lost it. Okay. But then when I was gaining, of course, I was awful. I felt horrible all the time. Okay. All the time. And no matter where you go, whether you go to a party, a family function, my whole um, thoughts were on what I looked like mm-hmm. and if anybody noticed that I gained. And if, is this outfit covering everything that I wanted to cover? And right. that was instead of enjoying the, the function, and the I would moment. be thinking about my looks. Right. And this went on for many, many years, and I just got bigger and bigger until I was 232 pounds. Oh, wow. Okay. And for so me being 5'2", that's not right. good, you know. Did you feel healthy. run down all the time? Tired. Yeah, that's and a lot the, of weight to run around yeah, with. Yeah, a lot of weight. I was sweating all the time. It was embarrassing to go places and just walking into a room or going from the car to wherever, you know, I'm I'm perspiring. And um, I just unhappy. And and I just didn't know what to do because it wasn't like I wasn't trying. Right. I I just would give up so quickly. And I think diet. a lot of people do give up quickly when they don't see instant results, regardless right. of the fact that it took them months or years to get into the predicament they're in. Right. And also, you know, when you're dieting, life hands you a bunch of lemons all the time. You know, there's always something that will get you off track That's right. of your diet. And so things would come up, and I didn't really know how to handle them. So it was easier for me just to quit my diet and go back to eating, um, you know, eating so Camille, what I wanted. Camille, good things did come your way, though. Um, yeah. You were able to get married, and, of course, I'm sure you have beautiful children. Um, did that mask anything at the time um because you know i'm hearing from you and it, it's most like you know most people who are overweight it's really emotional is what it is it's what's going on and it's your every day um you know it, it, it's not feeling successful and feeling feeling um like you did where you failed at something every day and something's going around and around in a vicious cycle for you Right, um, and that, yeah, you're right, and I think what you're, a lot of people, I'll put it this way, I was successful in other things. Um, I, I was successful at staying married for 21 years and raising two beautiful children and being a successful mom, and on my job I was doing fabulously. However, in the area of my personal health and weight, 
I was not I was not successful and I was not disciplined. I didn't know what that meant. And, and I think that happens to a lot of moms. They always put their family first. That's right. right. That's mm-hmm. a good point, Jennifer. Okay, so you got to a point, I got and to a point, you yeah. were just what what snapped? What snapped? And usually that's the turning point everyone has to get to. My turning point was a friend gave me a call, and she was a friend who could afford a personal trainer who was overweight, not as much as me, but needed to lose. And when I got off the phone with her, you know, I got to thinking, just like I did years ago when I saw Oprah losing weight with a personal trainer and a chef, and I said, wow, these people have the money for this. You know, no wonder they're successful. And here my friend is successful, and I'm not, right? Right, exactly. (laughs) You know, because you don't want your friend. You know, it's okay to want your friend to be successful, but I forbid that they do it before you. I mean, couldn't that alone bring you down? Well, exactly. You're already in a struggling situation. Right. And so I got off the phone with her, and I literally began crying. And I I literally, I'm not trying to sound like I'm this you know, overly spiritual person, but the only thing left for me to do was pray that I could get a trainer and that, you know, what if what if I could get one? And I didn't have the money, but I prayed for a trainer anyway. And I would say about three months later, I met a celebrity trainer Ooh. at a business meeting. Um, it was a really cool opportunity. And come to find out, she was teaching private classes and I got an invitation to be a part of her her class. And oh, no. she her name is Victoria Johnson and she was at one time the a spokesperson for Nike. Oh wow. trained NBA rookies. And she works with numerous celebrities, getting them healthy and fit. So I felt as if I not only got my prayer answered, but I have one of the best trainers and weight loss coaches that anybody could have. Um, and so she allowed me to be a part of her her sessions, and I paid for it according to what I could afford. Oh, wow, that was very nice. It was a gift. And she, you know, that was her way of giving back to the community and giving back to others. And so it took me, through, with her help and her mentorship and her knowledge, she helped me lose the weight. It took me three years, and I learned that it doesn't take willpower. It takes personal power. And That's so right. she taught me how to have personal power in this area, and I became so excited that I began studying about anything I could about nutrition, health and fitness, dieting, and I went and got certified as a personal trainer, certified as a weight loss coach, and so that is what I do for a living. I'm excited and passionate about it. I have helped hundreds of people. How does that make you feel? It makes me feel like this was my purpose to begin with. And That's so great. that long journey of not losing weight is really part of my mission because if I didn't have those struggles, then I would not be able to relate to the woman, to the man, to the child who has have you know, who has a problem currently or right. has had one in the past and they don't know what to do and they can't understand why they're not losing weight. I know all the answers. I know them all because I've been through it. Right. Well, yeah. I, I mean I, I I believe that. Um and your the passion that you have is is, is clearly 
um, it, you know, it, it's overwhelming, and that's what that's what keeps you in line. But look, you caught, you touched on the most important part here, and that is exactly what people go and do. Is people do not focus. They'll go out, they'll spend money on nutritionists, fitness trainers, workout equipment, diets, subscribing to this. They never work on themselves. And what it takes is exactly what you mentioned, the personal power, but it also takes defining your inner strength. Right. Well, let me ask her something about that. Do you think people struggle more with the onset of trying to lose weight or actually keeping the weight off? I think both. I think that one of the one of the one of the elements that helped me be successful mm-hmm. was I had what's called a weight loss coach. Um, you need a nutritionist. You need a sound diet, good diet, and of course you need to work out and exercise. And those are things that a lot of people put it, have in place when they're trying to lose. Right. But it's the coaching that will keep you on the right track. And then, of course, once you lose the weight, um, hopefully you would have learned that there's more, you know, to keeping it off. For instance, some people, their motivation is is a a wedding, a wedding coming up. Right. Well, that's great, yet those are short-term motivational desires, you know. It'll keep you going for that wedding. Now, when that wedding's over, are we going to go back to eating Poorly. And so I think when you have a coach who can instill in you the reason why and the benefits of why you are to stay the way you are now that you're beautiful, you're fit, you're healthy, you've got, you know, all this wonderful energy, you know, you're attracting the opposite sex more than you've ever dreamed of, you have more op- business opportunities coming your way because of your confidence, those are things that will help you keep it off. Yet, it has to be instilled in you, and and when it is, then you will have problem, not have the problem of keeping it off. But yes, it can be if those things are not in place. Camille, I want to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, we deal with a lot of stereotypes, um, I, I, and I'm sure us three, being women, we deal with them and double standards and everything. Do you really believe? Because you've been on both sides of the fence, there, Camille. Do you really believe that there is more? opportunity and more power out there for thin, pretty women. What's your yes. thoughts? Yes. 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 And and we hate to to say that because okay. we want to believe that, you know, yes. people value the um character of a person. Yeah. However, your first looks are your first it's your first representation of yourself. And I'm not saying that people that are overweight don't have wonderful opportunities and and aren't offered um, methods and 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 roads to success because you know there are you see a lot of people that are successful and they're overweight and they get what they want because they have that mindset. However, you know just think of the opportunities that they could be missing because of it. So I do believe that that woman that's um or that man who is um, attractive in that area will probably get the offer quicker than someone who isn't. How are you different today, Camille? I'm different today because I did have the opportunity, let's see, 2007, eight, nine, three years ago, um, after three, about three months after moving here to South Florida, 
People Magazine contacted me because there was an article written about me in our um, community paper. Oh, wow. And I had the opportunity to be on the cover of that magazine because of my weight loss. Unbelievable. That, it was unbelievable. Unbelievable. It was something I would have never thought of could happen to me. So how was that experience? because of that, because of that article, my business bloomed. People took me seriously. I wasn't just the woman who lost 100 pounds. I was the woman who lost 100 pounds and was on People Magazine. Right. Because now, nationally, and when I think about the fact that, you know, millions of people held that magazine in their hands. Millions. Millions. And they saw what a powerful person you were. So I'm a changed person inside and out. I totally, and that's what losing weight really, really does for you. People don't maybe get to hear that, that end of it. You literally are a totally different person. I would walk past people and they would not recognize me. Oh, my gosh. I had a different walk. I had a different style. I had different hair. I had different clothes. I put on a different persona. I thought differently. I ate differently. Do you think it was to cover up, you know, how heavy you were? I think it covered up this, this wonderful person inside who was there. Right. All along. And everyone has that potential to be even greater than, than who they are. It's just that, you know, it's, it's a mask, you know, and they don't really know what's under there. And I've even seen before and after pictures of other people that have lost weight, and, and they look like totally different people, totally different. Wow, unbelievable. And look, I always think kindness is, um, the, the, there's, there's research that suggests because, People are always wondering, how do I become more? How do I become more secure? How do I have a better self-esteem? They claim that kindness is how you feel the best about yourself, and it sounds to me like somebody opened up, somebody put their arm out to you, and it's almost like exactly what you needed to go and succeed in life is for somebody to be kind to you. Right. And, and someone uh, to take that time and not judge me mm-hmm. and, and think, oh, you know, you're just this person who probably is a closet, not probably, you are a closet eater, and you're, you know, you're eating stuff in that closet. <laughs> right. You know, you're eating the chocolate and the popcorn and the fries, and, and you know, I was the, uh, I knew all the fast food places on every corner and knew exactly where they were. But someone did not judge me in that way, and this is why, because she used to be overweight too. Right. You know, and so, you know, she lended out a helping hand, and that's what I do for other people. Um, I invite some of your listeners to please check out my website. It's yes, please. www.camilletirza.com, T-I-R-Z-A-H. And would you spell Camille for them? Yes, C-A-M-I-L-L-E, Tirza.com. Spell your last name again, Camille. T like Tom, I R. Z like zebra, A like apple, H like Henry. Got it. Okay. Uh huh. And you can um my my web my uh, emails there. However, please email me info at camilletirza dot com. Real easy. I answer anyone's questions. That's. I mean, that is just. That's anyway, amazing. That is so kind of you. I mean, for a woman that appears, you know, I, I, someone I love take advantage of your, your 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 helping hand, 
because that's exactly what people need. Look, it's exactly what you needed. I know we don't have that much time left, and um, regrettably, and I hope to have you back on. But can I ask? We haven't talked about. We haven't talked about. I know that you 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 took on a fitness program, and obviously working out um, and exercising was a big part of your your weight loss regimen. Talk to me about food. Talk, what, what kind of what kind of eater were you? Because I know that that sounds like a weird question, but um, were you a were you a very big snacker? Were you a very big uh, mealtime eater? Were you what kind of eater were you? And and what kind of foods do you now eat on a daily okay. basis? Good, good good question. I would the the type of eater I was was more of a snacker, but also a um, a person who would skip breakfast, and then um, the munching would start you know from lunch on. So. Okay. Uh, you know, and I ate mostly high high fatty foods, salty, not too much of a sweet person, okay. but mostly fatty, um, greasy foods. And now I'm a person who eats very organic. Good. I eat, um, you know, what they call low glycemic. That's right. Which, you know, I mm-hmm. eat vegetables and fruits and proteins in different forms. I stay away from the carbo- carbohydrates that are grain. Only because my body doesn't process it as well. Even That's a great point. That's yeah. a great point because there are bodies that don't process it well. Mm-hmm. And otherwise, whole grains are recommended for people as long as they're whole. Mm-hmm. You know, the word whole is 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 uh, before them. Okay. Uh-huh. So you're so fruits and vegetables, lots of color, lots of fiber, low glycemic right. index. Um, you know, for people who don't know, um, th- these are foods that are not going to spike your blood sugar very high. And if you go really high, you're going to have to go back low. And that's go- that's going to um, you're going to be snacking and be irritable and be tired and be cranky. Um, and what about protein sources? Are you a fish eater, a lean meat eater? I eat mostly fish, chicken. Occasionally, I will have meat, red meat and um, lamb or veal every once in a while. Okay. Good. um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, what would be one word of advice that you can give to someone that's out there struggling to lose weight, unmotivated to do it, is just depressed and in the dumpster, you know, just can't get through, you know, a day because nothing tipped on the scale for them. Uh, Jennifer, that's a huge reality out there. That's a great. That's a great question, Camille. Well, here's my one thing I would say. And um, a good friend of mine who was basically going to die um, if she didn't have the help that we both received from Victoria, she walked into the class on a cane. Oh, boy. barely walk. And and her her motto is today is never give up. Never, when, when you think about your life on this planet, there might be one or two things that you might want to accomplish, but hopefully one of them, and the greatest one, is to conquer this fight that we're fighting because right. it's a fight. And don't ever think that you will not have the tools or you will not be successful because I know if I did it, anybody can. Don't give up. That's my advice. Don't leave don't give this up. planet without great one. being successful, and you can that's right. Everybody can. And everybody's not going to have the same story that you have. No. Something's going to break or crack or, you know, and, and Camille, tell me if you believe this. I, I, I often believe that somebody has, has to hit rock bottom in order to find the courage right. for strength. Yeah. And when you do, you know, 
call me. <laughs> call <laughs> you know, me. Get, reach out. Reach yeah. out. Do they need and, to be? But call in, me. You're exactly what people need, Camille. I give you a lot of credit, and I really respect your story. Thank you. I respect I you, and I respect everything you've had to say today. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I have one question about your clients. Um, if someone wanted to get in touch with you that doesn't live in South Florida, you know, how does that work? Do clients need oh, to yeah. be? No, they do not need to be um, in my hometown because weight loss, weight loss coaching isn't about personal training. You, if a person needs a personal trainer, they yeah. will go get one. If, if whatever diet program they're on, coaching works with any diet. If, you know, it doesn't matter, um, you know, the diet so much as we know that it's a good sound diet, we know that they need to Right. Oh, but 90, okay. That's um, they don't um, hear that only to get a that. coach. That's right. It's the coaching. And, and I can do it from any state, anywhere. I, I have a client right now in Saudi Arabia. Oh, um, wow. I have I have um, my last client um, that we just got, we just finished up. She's in Pebble Beach, California. I have uh, some in New York, New Jersey, all over California, um, okay, well, Georgia, great. Florida, everywhere. Anyone? Call you. Do you want to give your email address out again? Yes, it's info at camilletirza.com. And Camille, we want to thank you so much for being our celebrity guest star and inspiring other people. And hopefully, you know, more people will be inspired by your story. It's hard not to be. Thank you. I would love to come back anytime. Um, I just I'm so grateful that you allowed me to be a part of the show. Well, thank you so much, Camille, for your time and your story and your heartfelt love for for what you do. Thank you. Remember, work harder, not smarter. Yes, that's right. Camille, it was such a pleasure. Thank you. Yes, and let me just remind listeners that next Tuesday's question will be, what percentage of American women do you consider yourself to be addicted to Facebook? Can't wait to hear what you're writing in at... Talk Radio 95 South at Yahoo.com. Life isn't tied with a bow, but it's a gift. Enjoy it by living every day. Thank you, Risa. Thank you, Camille. Thank you. you. What a great great week, everybody. See you next Tuesday. Bye.